I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is PsychHacks, Better Living Through Psychology. And the subject of today's short talk is Stop What Hurts You First. This is something that is extremely useful to do before seeking out professional help. And yet I see folks not doing this time and time again in my clinical practice. And why is this problematic? Because in the vast majority of cases, Improvement is less a question of starting 10 new good habits as it is stopping the one or two things that are directly related to the problem. Often, just stopping these one or two things is enough to resolve the issue. No further action is required. And the truth is, you probably already know the one or two things you would need to stop doing without paying someone to tell you what they are. As Hippocrates said, before you heal someone, Ask him if he's willing to give up the things that make him sick. For example, a person might come to me complaining of high levels of anxiety or even a history of panic attacks. And in the course of treatment, it comes out that he is drinking six or seven units of alcohol on a nightly basis. Now, if you don't know this, alcohol is a neurodepressant. It inhibits the sympathetic nervous system. And in its attempt, in its efforts to restore homeostasis, the body stimulates the sympathetic nervous system to work more intensely to counteract the effects of the substance, so that when the alcohol intoxication eventually wears off, the sympathetic nervous system no longer has an inhibitor to push against, and it now feels like it's kicked into overdrive. And in many respects, the felt experience of the elevated sympathetic response is functionally indistinguishable from anxiety. And so now the question is complicated. Is this person legitimately dealing with an anxiety disorder, or is he experiencing the withdrawal syndrome of acute alcohol intoxication? And until the individual makes an effort to abstain from alcohol for a while, there's really no way to resolve this ambiguity. And it's hard to create an effective treatment plan if the actual problem hasn't yet been reliably identified. And this is something that a person, in most cases, could have done on his own before contracting with a therapist. As hard as it is, why not try to go two weeks without drinking and observe its effect on anxiety? Best case scenario, hey, I'm not getting as anxious. Maybe I need to focus on restricting my alcohol intake as opposed to seeking help for panic attacks. And on the other hand, if that person were to stop drinking for two weeks only to find no change in his anxiety levels, then that would be useful information for any therapist he may choose to engage to treat the anxiety. Because now the individual can say to the professional, hey, I tried this, this, and this. Didn't solve the problem. What else you got? This will help make that session way more useful, effectively giving you more bang for your buck and increasing the likelihood that you're both on the right track. So if possible, try to stop what hurts you before seeking out professional help. What do you think? Remember to like and subscribe for the algorithm. And if you'd like to schedule a consultation, you can reach me at psychaxpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.